Okay, here we go. Ready? Welcome to No Instructions. I'm Bob. And I'm Josh. And we're back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We, we recorded last week, like, was that Friday? Probably. Today's <laughs> Monday? Record today? I'm like, uh, yeah. I mean, last week was later than usual. Some time has passed. Yeah. This week is earlier than usual, but, you know, that way we won't forget and not do it. Which usually happens. That's why we recorded on Friday last week, is because we forgot. Yeah, you know. A lot happens in a week. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes... Did a lot happen this week? Well, last week. That's well, why we forgot. What but, happened a lot last week? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember anything. We were... Uh, so we were... Re- Let me start over. We recorded Making It this morning. What? And basically, none of us, except for David, could remember what we did last week. We just had trouble. I don't know. Stuff just kind of passes in a blur. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. But not not bad. It just it feels like we're moving all the time, you know? But how was your weekend? Uh, it could have been better. All my... Not say all. 66% of my kids are sick. 66%. Yep. They've got the strep throat. Grody. Yeah. So it's been a lot of like, I just want to watch a movie and getting medicine and I take the kids to the doctor and yep, they confirm they've got strep throat, which is what we thought anyway. Yeah. So they're all, all kind of, mi- oh, I broke the thing. They're all kind of miserable. <laughs> I mean, oh. Uh, what you working on over there? Um, this SAFS Prowler model suit. Mech suit thing. There's garage kit. Um, it's pretty cool. I mean, I just have really shaky hands, and it has like small snap together parts. So I'm I'm doing my best. What are you doing? I'm working on R5D4, uh, the Bandai kit for this one. Just like last time, I'm looking at the the close ups of the finished models on the instructions. See if I can hold this up. Look at how nice those look. Look at the, like, there's paint on all the little parts, and there's lots of detail. Mm-hmm. And these things are tiny. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is, like, honestly, would, when you were talking about models, I have always been frustrated with models because I feel like they are not big enough. Um, now, you can get some that are huge, but, like, they're super mega expensive, and I guess you're paying for detail. Yeah. Yes, so. But it has always bugged me, even when I made like airplane or helicopter models back in the day, that it's not big enough to play with. Yeah, for sure. But yes. I do have, and I don't know if it made it into the greenhouse video. Did you see my, my Blackhawk model that I have in the garage? I've seen it. I think it's massive. Mm-hmm. It's like almost three feet long. And I found that, I don't remember where. I saw a picture of it when I was in the Army, and I was like, ooh. A model that is not a tiny, fragile little <laughs> thing. Like, it actually looks like a thing. And my mom found it for me and got it for me for Christmas. But it was uh, this dumb, light blue jungle kind of pattern because I think it was, like, the Air Force version. So that was my first, like, <laughs> kind of model thing. So I masked off all the little areas, and I actually had some of the OD green, it's called Kark paint that the Blackhawk is painted with, and I sprayed it the right colors and hmm. added the little details and... I had it in this box, and it's been in this, my giant, like, army 
tobe box thing for a long time and I pulled it out and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot I had this. And I took off some more of the, the tape because it, some pieces were still masked. I just hadn't done anything with it. I'm like, I wonder how much these things are. I wonder if I can like get another one and you can't get them anymore. Uh, it's like an elite toys something. I forgot all the rest of this stuff, but I looked it up on eBay and that thing is like $400 a piece. Whoa. Yeah. Starting bid. Not to buy it now. So hmm. I'm going to keep it there. Uh, it looks pretty nice. I'm pretty proud of it. And maybe one day I'll sell it or keep it. But hmm. it's a really nice model. Not compared to the other Blackhawk models, which are just really smooth and, and dumb. Yeah. Oops, oops. I had a Blackbird, SR-71 Blackbird model when I was a kid. Mm. And that was one of my favorite models. I think it was so cool. And I kept most of my models would, would make them poorly. And then I would play with them like they were toys, and then they would fall apart and break. That mm-hmm. one, like, I kept around and took care of longer than everything else. I don't know what happened to it, but it was really cool. Have you actually seen an SR-71 Blackbird before? Uh, I feel like I saw one. I don't know that I actually did. I kind of feel like I saw one at Air and Space in D.C., but I don't think it was there when I was there as a kid. I think it showed up after that, so probably not. I don't know. It's a cool cool plane, though, for sure. Yeah, Ooh, the snap. Air Force Base that we lived near, um, they had an, an aviation aviation museum. It was the Air Force Armament Center, so it was where they would test all, like, new bombs and things like that, and they had a really cool airplane museum. So anytime people would come visit us from out of town, we'd always take them there, and they had a, an SR-71. They had all the, the current... Uh, fighter jets and like big bomber jets and cool yeah it was pretty neat and it, there was this one little plane that they had that was black and it had a whole bunch of like rockets and stuff on it and remember it was just this tiny little propeller plane and i was like look at that goofy little thing I'm like <laughs> wonder what it's doing here amongst these like massive titans of military might and when i was deployed uh there was this this company that was a private company that would just fly around with a little uh like camera under the wing and just like report on border activity and things. Hmm. And I hung out with some of those guys and they're like, oh, if you want to go flying and like learn how to fly for your pilot's license, like to get some hours, like come on up and go flying with us. Hmm. And so I did in this little tiny plane. It was a Cessna 337. So it had a, a propeller on the front and one on the back. And I would go fly around with them at night and I would do landings like in the pitch dark. It was kind of crazy. And then when I went back to that museum one time, that was the plane. It was that exact hmm. model plane, just, like, painted different. It had, like, cool uh, little rockets and stuff on it. I'm like, whoa. That's cool. That wasn't the same. Hmm. So it was me and this, like, squirrely, super squirrely pilot that used to fly for American Airlines who was blind, completely blind in one eye because he got, like, hit by a bird or something. And I was like, <laughs> and we're flying around, and he has a set of night vision goggles on, and I don't. And he's just like... Chatting it up by, oh, yeah, I can, I'm blinder than heck, man. I can't see anything. And I'm like, <laughs> how'd you pass a flight physical? He's like, well, for the FAA, you only had to get it like this one time or whatever. It, it was super sketchy sounding. I'm like, but you can see, right? Like, you're, you're cool. Because I don't want to be in control of this. This is not a good idea. He's like, oh, yeah, we'll be fine. He's like, you'd be surprised how many pilots flying commercial airlines are just like completely blind. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, don't need to know that. <laughs> Now that's the thing you ask every time you get on a plane. Uh, excuse <laughs> me, ma'am. I just wanted when, to ask one little When I'm question. waiting on the gangway, <laughs> have a little eye chart and just start pointing. <laughs> Can you read you? the third line, please? 
Uh, Captain Dan, this is your passenger, Josh, from seat uh, E26. Uh, How's your uh, vision doing there? They don't respond to anybody <laughs> back there in that section. You know that. Should get a. wonder if you can fly with a megaphone. I, <laughs> I kind of doubt it. I kind of want to try. I mean, they haven't explicitly said you can't. I don't think yet. so. It's not an explosive. Maybe it's my... Uh, is your carry-on? This is my support. It's uh, my, it's my <laughs> support <laughs> megaphone. <laughs> like, it's either this with it. or my know. tiny horse. <laughs> Pick one to hate. I get to have one. Oh, that's cool. It has replacement doors. It has one that's in the open position, so you can stick a tool into the little <clears throat> hole. That's pretty cool. But oh, so it's not a movable door. You get a closed or an open. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. neat. You have options. Anyway, uh, yeah, so your kids were sick over the weekend. Yeah. Was it just was being home the whole time? Pretty much. Yeah. I got to go grocery shopping, which I know sounds <laughs> like, I know. I love going grocery shopping. Mm. I love cooking. I know that, like, you've talked about in the podcast, like, you don't really care about cooking. I love cooking. And so going around the grocery store, it's like the art supply store for, like, a painter. Mm. I'm like, ooh, I've never tried that, and I bet if I put that together with that or... It's just, it's inspiring to me. And so I dig it. And my wife lately has been taking advantage of 2019 and getting like our groceries delivered or put on the little click list thing where you just drive up and someone like puts them in the back of your car. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that. Just because like, you like the experience. I like to it. peruse. I like to check out what's new or, you know, see something I'm, uh, type of food I don't know and go research a little bit. Like, the the Asian food aisle, like I am in, super intrigued by the Asian food aisle because I don't know what any of it is. Um, do you ever go? Sorry, no, no, go. Do you ever go to Asian markets? Um, uh, no. You should. There is one in town. There is. Um, it's it's fun and super intimidating <laughs> because yeah. you know a lot of times. Um, the ones that I've been in, English was not their first language. So even though they spoke English, it was very difficult to understand. And since I don't really know what I'm asking for, you know, like Jenny would say, hey, go get these two things. Mm. And I would go in this place and like, I need this, but I'm not sure if I'm saying it right or yep. whatever. You know, And I think cool. that may be a fear. Uh, and I don't know people who regularly, kind of white people out there who regularly go to um, like Asian markets or we have the uh, – the taco place in town mm -hmm. has like the the Mexican food store. It has like amazing authentic stuff. Oh, and the Indian food restaurant. Indian food restaurant has a market in it too. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And I I went to the bathroom and it's just like stuff not in the bathroom, but like lining the hallway going toward the bathroom. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know any of this was here. There was some bread in the bathroom. Do you have any of that up front? Because uh, gross. Some moist crackers in a little dish. I helped myself. Hope you don't mind. <laughs> Well, wow, uh, that stuff is very intriguing because I've never had it before, and it's been my experience uh, that trying something that someone else has perfected in a place that you've never been uh, is will usually yield you know pretty good results. Yeah, like be adventurous and be rewarded for that that adventurous spirit. And uh, now with a like Bon Appetit channel and uh, Alex from French Guy Cooking, like I have his cookbook and there's stuff in there that I've never heard of before. And it's not even like French food. It's stuff from all over the, the planet. And so hearing about ingredients, I would have no, – I don't understand, mm. never heard of. Alton Brown's Good Eats is back. I don't know if you ever watched that show. I never did. I it's never like a it, cooking show slash science-y version of a cooking show. 
And he talks about making this like this paste from North Africa that has all these crazy ingredients that I've never heard of and takes a super long time because it has to ferment. And I'm like, good grief. Hmm. That's a lot of work Yeah, with a lot of materials I don't know where to get. And so being introduced to new stuff is awesome. Like what I brought for lunch today was, uh, you know, like pork shoulder or like pork butt. Mm-hmm. People smoke it and they make pulled pork out of it. Yeah. Well, Bon Appetit did this thing where they cut it into steaks. And so you're just having like a really like marble fatty piece of like pork steak. And yep. I would have never thought of doing that. And butt they, steak. Yeah, butt steak. Pork butt steak. And they put this stuff, uh, this sauce made of like uh, gochujang, which is this like Korean like chili paste with a bunch of other stuff. And I, I've lived with uh, Korean markets around me in my hometown for a long time. So we lived near a military base and there was a lot of Korean people. Had a lot of Korean friends, and they're. I know this one, uh, one, my one friend in particular, his mom owned like the Korean store. And I would go in there and just be completely like flabbergasted at what I'm looking at because I, I didn't live in Korea. It was very intimidating, so I always kind of stood away from it. Hmm. And like Korean barbecue places that I was intimidated by, and so I didn't want to go in there because I didn't know what to get. Right. And most, like, I say Chinese food restaurants in, in a lot of smaller towns, they have the the sugar chicken like version it's you know sesame chicken or the the stuff that people traditionally get because it's sweet and yeah. they don't know any better and like that stuff is not that great and it's made it's the taco bell of chinese food i feel <laughs> i'm like where's the stuff that you would eat where's the stuff that you're proud of yeah that i don't know about like give me some of that so that's what i've been trying to do lately and by skipping out on going to the grocery store i feel like i don't get to to see all of the stuff hmm. that could be. That's cool. Yeah. I used to go grocery shopping a lot. Uh, in Savannah, I guess I guess that was before I like to make stuff. I just since I worked from home, I was home in you know, sitting in front of a computer a whole lot. And so kind of the end of my day would be Jenny would make a grocery list. I would go get it. She was taking care of the kids and you know, it was it worked out well in our timing, and it gave me a way to get out of the house, not working, kind of reset everything, and then come back. And I would come home from the grocery like I was coming home from work. Mm-hmm. You know, and that worked out pretty well. And then when we moved here, and the kids are now all in school, that changed a little bit. Um, you know, she's on the on the go a lot more than she used to be. The kids are a lot more mobile than they used to be, and they're really young. But I don't really miss it. I mean, I didn't mind going at all, but. You know, it was like, it for me, it was more of a, a scavenger hunt kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Depending on which store I decided to go to that day, I had to remember how it was laid out and where things were. And when the last time I saw this thing on the end cap and stuff. and but They they changed it up on purpose. Yeah. It's kind of dastardly. It's to keep you in the store longer. And therefore, seeing more things you may be interested in and buying more stuff. It's because that one thing you're looking for, and that happened to this lady yesterday. Uh, when I went grocery shopping, she was super upset. And I was looking at something. I was reading a label. And I could just hear this woman like a foot and a half away from me just like grunting angrily. Hmm. And it was one of those things where I, this lady's going to talk at me. She's not talking to me, but she's going you, you to voice her frustration <laughs> in my direction. Yeah. And she was angry that they moved the coleslaw or something. And I was like, I think it's over there. <laughs> and she looked way back and was like, ugh. She's like, well, thank you so much. And then trudged off. Because it wasn't over by the cold thing of potato salad, and I, I dropped her. Oh, what I found. oh no! I dropped a really tiny silver piece 
on my pants, but I found it. And it doesn't fit. I'm no. confused. I'll well, this model, I have this little piece, and it tells me, I, I don't know, there's no hole for this thing to go into. So I can't snap it into place because there's nothing there. So I'm a little confused, but I'm going to keep going. Well, this one uh, has a bunch of tiny, tiny little silver pieces that go right in this robot's face. Uh, Ooh. And I don't see them. I'm starting to run out of pieces because I'm about finished with it. But I am not. <laughs> <laughs> You're just getting started. This has tiny oh, pieces. Oh, I see. I see. It's not a single piece. It's a bigger piece. I got ahead of myself. Imagine that. I didn't read the instructions correctly. Um, so I was wanting to talk about like some nerdy type TV type stuff, movie stuff, okay. but I don't know if we have anything like new to talk about. Is there any, any properties we haven't talked about in a while? I mean, nothing really has come out lately. I guess it's kind of that weird season in between mm -hmm. summer blockbuster and, um, holiday stuff, but I don't know. Apparently there's this, uh, there's a... Dang it, I got ahead of myself. And now I've messed something up. Um, th there's this whole uh, movement, which you're going to laugh at, of people that are um, trying to make, trying to convince Disney to make another solo movie. Did you know this? A n what? <laughs> a duo? <laughs> like a, a. They would have to call it duo. I guess. They want to <laughs> do like a. Like a remake? Or a no, 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 like a continuation. A sequel. Of, like a sequel. Boo. Because I think originally it was supposed to be a three-part thing. Right. Um, but apparently it's got traction, which, I mean, I didn't hate it, but it seems, it seems odd to me that that would be a thing that people would really kind of fight for. Um, in true Disney fashion, they should, uh, or not in true Disney fashion, I think in keeping with the unnecessary and obnoxious nature of that movie, they should recast him for someone else. <laughs> With someone else. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that they'll take an element from it. And I actually saw uh, the reason I thought about this. I saw a rumor today. I love rumors. Rumors. Um, that they were going to take make like a spinoff for Disney+. Plus. So not of about Han or Chewie or Lando, but about maybe the Crimson Dawn. So hmm. kind of like a gangster type movie. Okay. That could be kind of cool. You know, yeah. take some of those. I could also see him take making an Infus Nest movie. Those characters were yeah. not explored at all. Especially if she's really young. Yeah. Yeah, I could see or that. Or maybe not a movie, maybe a... Whoops. Maybe a... So <laughs> 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 I surprised myself. Someone wrote me a message today, and they said they really enjoy the show, and the thing that they like the most is us um, frustratingly working through model kits. <laughs> Good. So that Good for you. That one's for you, Instagram writer. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. I got this thing apart. Um, yeah, I mean, they didn't explore her or that whole crew at all, really at all. And they're kind of, I think they were setting them up to be instrumental to the, to the rebellion. So, yeah. Cause the one guy was part of, um, Rogue One. Yeah. Saw Guerrero's, Saw Guerrero's crew. crew. Yeah. So that could be kind of cool. Hopefully they'll do something and not just like leave a bunch of, Kind of interesting, potentially interesting characters behind, but you know they're them. They'll do whatever they want. I did see that they're already talking about. John Favreau was talking about us writing and directing a second season of Mandalorian. Wow! 
And that's kind of interesting that they're already thinking about that. They must have a lot of faith in it. Mm. Looks like they should. I mean, it looks really good. But that was a little surprising to me since it's not even out yet. Did we talk about here that they're going to be releasing it week by week? No, but I think that's a fine idea. Netflix has even started doing that too. Oh, really? Yeah. I started watching the British baking show. Great British. Yeah. Bake. Bake Off. I don't, I don't, bake Off. Sure. Jenny loves that show. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, but they're releasing that, the new season, um, weekly. That Yeah. I mean, I can see that. It, especially with, I don't know about the Bake Off show, but with something that is kind of deep or uh, they put a lot of time into, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense that they would want you to kind of watch one and then absorb it. And not just yep. like mindlessly, okay, shoveling that off, going to the next one, you know. I wonder if Amazon's going to do that with the new season of Jack Ryan. Did you watch that show? I did. It was really good. It was really good. Yeah, I don't know. That might be interesting. I kind of feel like they probably won't. I don't. I don't. I think it'll take a while before that becomes a thing that everybody wants. Because uh, people, a lot of people, still like the whole binge watching thing, which I just can't do. Like, I don't have time to watch mm-hmm. maybe two shows in a single night. Well, I think trying to revert back to the weekly format after everything being bingeable, like I forget that stuff is, is around because it's not a routine part of your life. Like mm-hmm. TGIF or home improvement or whatever back, you know, in the day, like that came on at Tuesdays or Thursdays and you just kind of in the evenings, like center your week around those shows that you would really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And so with the British bake off thing, I mean, I wasn't like super into it, but I enjoyed it. And then I scrolled over it and it was like, Oh, new shows out this week. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's a thing. Because Hulu does that, because they try to play new-ish shows, and so they can't play on the same day that they show up on television. Right. They play them a couple days after. Hmm. Let's see. Yeah, so I I think it'll be interesting. It'll actually work out pretty well, at least for me, as far as The Mandalorian, because I won't have to worry so much about it being spoiled. Hmm. You know, like, at most, I'll be one episode behind what everybody else is. So it's not like somebody's going to binge the entire season, spoil everything before I even get a chance to watch it. That'll be kind of cool. Yeah. Keep dropping these little tiny pieces. There's no they way that don't that fit in there. snaps in like that. More glue. More glue. Um, well, what else? Anything else Hi. around that stuff? My I guess name there's is no... Josh, and I use glue on snap-together model kits. <laughs> eh. Sorry, sound effects for getting the model thing to go. Oh, I bought you a Lego set. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, should I tell you what it is? Yeah. I know. I'll, I'll close my ears. You tell the people. You're not closing your ears. i got to get glue in my hair. That'd be awesome if you like were trying to be oh, funny man. and then you glued your fingers <laughs> in your ears. Oh, man. I would never, ever... Ever let you live that down? <laughs> Ever. <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff that we do here that's really that silly. So fantastic. And I always imagine that one day, uh, not like I'm hoping it's going to happen, but one day one of us is going to get hurt. <laughs> and we're going to have to go to the hospital. And they're like, so what happened? And then we're just going to like, <sighs> well, you see... We were doing something completely ridiculous because that's what we do for a living. And then, like, Spark shot onto this thing and then this caught on fire and then a rocket shot off. And 
<laughs> Bob's missing a toe. Josh glued his fingers into his ears. <laughs> Anthony tripped on just about everything <laughs> in a very comedic way. Uh, and now he has a snare drum embedded on his skull. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we'll never run into that. But no promises. Oh, well, anything else we have going on? I guess maybe we shouldn't have recorded if we don't have anything to talk about. I think I did this horribly wrong. Ah. Okay, so don't glue uh, snap together. Oh, there we go. Well, nope. that's why they're called snap together instead no, no. of glue together. I got it. I got it. Um, do we have any pros and cons? We get do pros and cons. Yeah, we have a lot of suggestions from the uh, people on Discord. Oh, Discord, which are mm-hmm. people who are uh, supporters of I Like to Make Stuff, members even of the Maker Alliance. I guess we can talk about that now, right? We talked about yeah, that. We have. We? Yeah, yeah. Um, so <clears throat> people who choice cho- choice cho- choose to choice. join choose to join the Maker Alliance are people who get uh, extra stuff. They get access to us through Discord and through Hangouts, and they get to see videos earlier and exclusive videos like the one of me looking like a total idiot. Uh, oh, people have been loving that video, by the way. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, anyway, you can become a member a couple of different ways. Patreon is one of them. Uh, you can also do it on YouTube, but basically you get extra stuff. You get free stuff. One of the things is Discord access. Chat with the whole team, chat with each other, and uh, give us some ideas for the show. Ooh, I'm missing one piece. I'm almost done. Yeah, we've been chatting it up today with some people. Uh, yeah, and we get a lot of ideas for pros and cons. What we got there... Anthony, let's see. Stand-up comedy. If so, who do you like? It's from Nick. You know, I don't watch much stand-up anymore. I like it. Hey, if you have Netflix, that's pretty much, I would say, 60% of their content now mm-hmm. is like stand-up specials. Yeah. Uh, I used to watch stand-up whenever we had Comedy Central when I was growing up. Like on the weekends or later at night, they would have stand-up specials. And I watched a documentary the other day on Hulu about the Amazing Jonathan. Did you ever watch Amazing Jonathan? Yeah. Yeah. So about like his whole deal, he was supposed to be like diagnosed with some horrible disease. Mm-hmm. It was an up and down kind of documentary. It mm-hmm. was very strange. But I remember the Amazing Jonathan I thought was hilarious. I don't like magic. And so for someone to like make really? a comedy show out of magic, yeah, I'm not a fan of magic. I don't like being bamboozled. Oh. I don't like being tricked. I like the guy with the snake-looking face that shows you how it's all done. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> snake-looking face. Yeah. Show it to me, and I'll go, ooh, that's neat. How'd you do it? Because I don't want to feel stupid. <laughs> like, I know it's not magic. That's not a thing. Just show me. So. Uh, I like really low-key comedy, like, as a a very broad general rule. That's why I like the office uh, like, I like Portlandia, things like mm-hmm. that. are just, like, really subtle and kind of funny. Like, you need to pay attention. So, Dimitri Martin. I always oh, really yeah. like Dimitri Martin. Yep. Um, Mitch Hedberg. I make Mitch Hedberg references probably more than I should. You do. Because a lot. people no, around me don't understand not in a negative way. You what do, that do means. That yeah. um, oh, look, I have stickers to put on. I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, I, I saw Brian Regan one time. You like Brian Regan? Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen anything, Brian. I I know the name. I used to watch his specials and stuff all the time, and I got to see him live um, in Savannah one time. It was really good. He's a funny dude. Cool. Like him, 
Uh, Jim Gaffigan, I think, is really mm-hmm. funny. Demet- Dimitri Martin is really good. Jim Gaffigan's funny because he does like family-ish related kind of yeah. comedy. Yeah. And he has like a billion and- kids, so it, a lot of it is especially funny to me. Yeah. He has this one joke where he, I think it was when he had, I think he has five kids now, but it was when he had his fourth. And so he was like talking about kids and everything. And he's like, yeah, people ask me what it's like when you, uh, when you have four kids. And he was like, uh, imagine you're drowning. And everybody starts laughing. And he's like, and then somebody throws you a baby. <laughs> Which I thought was awesome. <laughs> and very true. Oh, I put that sticker on crooked. Oh, man. Did you watch Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians and Cars getting coffee? Thing? I have seen some of it. I got to be honest, though. I don't think Jerry Seinfeld is funny at all. I don't think Ever. Jerry Seinfeld, like, I don't know. I think it had its place. Um, but that show in his, like, I guess, retirement years, like, he just doesn't care because he doesn't have to care. And yeah. in that show, it's quite obvious, and he says it quite a bit. So he's interviewing like stand-up comedians about the stand-up comedian process. And so if you don't – if all you want to do is hear a joke, that's not the show to watch. Yeah. But even then, he's interviewing people that are like doing it and working for a living. And he's just like very flippant and like, yeah, I don't, I don't really care. Yeah. I don't need to. And the reason I watch that show, if I watch it, is because of the person being interviewed. Mm-hmm. And so I don't watch them all because a lot of the people, I don't even know who they are or I – don't think they're funny in the first place, so I'm not going to listen to him talk to somebody else that I don't think is funny. Um, but, you know, the ones that have someone I'm interested in are good. They're enjoyable to watch. But but it, it also feels like those sometimes are very like, well, we have to put on a show. We have to come up with something funny to say instead of just like having a conversation, you know? I think yeah. it would actually be more interesting to hear what people talk about when they're not trying to be on stage. Is that, you know, they just, they're on a stage. It's just a coffee shop instead of on a stage. And I think a lot of them, for people that really enjoy stand-up comedy, they go deep into, like, the, the I would say inside jokes, but, like, a lot of shop talk about certain people or certain events, or they're just, they're reminiscing between friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I, don't I, just, I just like watching that. funny people. Oh, there's a little tiny sticker that goes around his head. That's cool. Um, let's see. Other comedians... Uh, what's the guy, James Veach, I think is his last name? Oh, yeah. Who does the calls? Yeah, he does, yeah, like, he the returns responses the prank call. to spam and stuff. I had a guy at work, the guy who wrapped my desk in uh, uh, wrapping paper. Mm-hmm. My friend Andrew loved James Veach. Mm. He would, every time we would be in, like, a very official meeting, he would say something about Solomon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do with your cut of the money? And no one would understand. <laughs> it was really fun. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Oh, I've made a mistake. So I picked, look at this tiny little sticker. No. And now I don't know how to get it off of my hand onto the thing or where it's supposed to go exactly. Hmm. Well, that was a poor choice. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, this is going to be difficult. <clears throat> okay, I'll give it a shot. Um, I don't know. Is there anybody else that you... See, but those you holes watch. don't exist. Ah, see? Those holes don't exist. Uh, I watched um, Hassan Minaj. Did you watch that stand-up show that he did? He was mm-hmm. a daily... He is... I think he has a new show now, the Patriot Act, but he had a stand-up show that was... It was comedy, and it was kind of real about, like, his life growing up hmm. in New York or New Jersey or whatever after September 11th, so it was very emotional and very... Oh, 
like not just slapsticky jokes. So it was a a really nice story that had a lot of funny parts interjected into it. And then I think the most recent one I watched was uh, Aziz Ansari from uh, Parks and Rec. Hmm. After I, so I guess I didn't really pay much attention, but I guess he had some kind of horrible allegation about okay. him for like misconduct or something. Hmm. And so this was his his tour to go like pretty much set the record straight and kind of like his PR tour, huh. trying to make himself better. Yeah, I didn't know that it was a whole thing. But he's just like, I think it's kind of cheap that they just like make fun of white people the whole time. Yeah, I think it's it's an easy joke. Like, I uh, like, I get that, but you you can do something else. You're kind of beating that dead horse. Yeah. You know, I I tried to watch his. Um, he had a show, Master of None. I really liked Master of I None. I did not, and I think it was just crass enough that. And I'm not, you know, I don't really mind that stuff. It's not like I, I'm like, ooh, language or ooh, this mm-hmm. or that. But it just like didn't have anything. It was just. I don't know. Yeah, I think the second season was better. I think there was one episode called, like, I Love You, New York, I think was the name of the episode. And it was one of my favorite episodes of television that I had ever seen. Wow. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Hmm. But, yeah, I can like, the first season I remember watching, and it was being really slow. It didn't seem to – maybe it was the new, like, show about nothing. That's what it felt like. Yeah. And it was like, you know, look how stupid these people are who have kids and families and, like, tied themselves down. And I was just like, hmm. Next is about like cool young people in New York doing cool New Yorky things. I mean, I think it. I don't know what the intention of that show was, but that's felt that felt like what it was supposed to be. But it really just like, oh, look how lonely these people are, and look how they think they're cool and like whatever, but they're missing out on all these relationships and they can't find what they're looking for. And it, I don't know. I don't know if that was mm-hmm. the intention or, mm-hmm. but didn't do anything for me, so I didn't watch it. I like him on Parks and Rec, but. Pretty much everything else I've seen of his, which is not much, uh, to be honest, didn't do much for me. Mm. I right. finally got those stickers on. Look at that. Those are well placed. Yeah, What's I next? mean, they're all right. We got any more pros and cons? Uh, yes, we have a whole bunch. Root beer. Did I tell the funny root beer story? I yeah. told the funny root beer story. I, I don't know. know. Maybe. About Europeans drinking root beer? Oh, you told me about that. I don't know if you told it here or not. Well, first off, do you like root beer? That's a I do. Problem. Okay. Yeah. I don't mind root beer. I don't really drink soda, but I mean, I don't mind root beer. But the deal with root beer, uh, when I lived in... What is in, it with root beer? <laughs> <laughs> when I lived in Belgium, we would go to all these different countries in Europe regularly. And one time we were invited to be in an air show in Abington, England, outside of Oxford. And we showed up. And it had, like, the air show, nice, like, people. It had this lady, and she the first thing she said when I walked up to her, like, the helicopter blades are still spinning. And she went, where's the root beer? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, oh, last year when you guys came, you guys brought us all root beer, and we were all excited. I was like, seems like a weird kind of hmm. penance or, like, tithe to bring to you. Like, I didn't know that that was a thing. And... I didn't think anything of it as my very American ethnocentric self. And then she later on explained it like they don't have root beer. That's not a thing anywhere else. That's a very, very American item. Hmm. I was like, oh, I didn't know it was such a rare delicacy or I would have brought some. She's like, oh, we can't get enough of it. And so knowing that, these other uh, this British crew came to where we were. And I'm like, oh, you guys want some root beer? And they're like, some what? 
was like, I thought you guys all dug root beer. <laughs> and I gave it to him, and dude spit it out. He's like, this is disgusting. He's like, this tastes like icy hot. Why would you put this in your mouth? It's like, oh. Right. Was he expecting beer, beer? No, he was expecting just like a soda. Oh. And because I went to Scotland and they have a thing called Urnbrew. And it's just this bright orange soda. And it kind of tastes like bubblegum, I thought. But everybody has their own regional things. But when I would go play airsoft with my Belgian friends, in Belgium, there's beer everywhere. The best beer in the world. Uh, it's all over the place. So I went out and I tried to do this thing with them. I'm like, oh, maybe they want to try root beer because this is kind of funny to me now. And I brought it out, and I was telling them, I'm like, oh, this is American beer. It had mug root beer. It had a little, like, glass bottle mm-hmm. with all frothing over. So the guy, like, takes a drink. I was like, whoa, because of that very strong, mm-hmm. um, whatever that flavor sassafras. is. Sassafras. Yeah, sassafras flavor. And they, like, passed it around to a group of these guys, and every one of them had that same, like, whoa, kind of reaction to it. And I was like, yeah, man, it's American beer. It's like <laughs> 25% alcohol. And they're like, whoa, that is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and so they wanted some for Christmas. And so I would give them a case of mug root beer. <laughs> yeah. I'm so drunk right now. Oh, man. Yeah, so crazy. My stomach hurts so bad because I drank so many. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I like root beer. It's good. All right, what else we got? Uh, <laughs> naps. I took a nap this weekend. I took a nap this morning. <laughs> I got back from CrossFit and you were recording the podcast and I was like, you know what? I got some time. I got a, I got a good solid 20 minutes. I hate naps. I, I'm sorry for, I am legitimately sorry for you that you don't like taking naps. I mean, so I, oh man, I just stuck a sticker to my thumb. That's not going to work. Um, I sat down on the hammock yesterday outside and with the intention of doing some like research and stuff. And I did. And then I fell asleep and that wasn't so bad because it was an accident. But typically if I take a nap, it just kind of, I just feel groggy for the rest of the day. Mm. And I don't know. It like just takes my momentum because I usually go pretty hard all day long and I'm attentive and like awake. And, but once I shut down, (laughs) I'm down, (laughs) I'm kind of out hard for me to come back so a nap in the middle of the day kind of messes that up whereas other people it you know energizes them just doesn't do it for me okay okay um this model this model is cool uh-huh snap together model uh-huh. right it is missing holes there's supposed to be a hole right there no hole this little jobby is supposed to fit into the front in two holes also no Ooh. hole problematic is that a hole Right there that's just not punched out? Right there? No, that's a decorative element. Okay. So I got to figure it out. So maybe your $80 model model is not a great... Well, it's like my 50% off Millennium Falcon. Piece but like junk. these big air tank looking things are supposed to go into holes. And they're supposed to line up. Hmm. Yet there are no holes. Hmm. 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 My wife is the like queen of naps. The queen of naps. Yeah. We, I tried to make a list one time of, like, things in the world that she loves by priority. <laughs> and uh, I was trying to figure out where I'm high on that list. But how high am I on that list Top compared 10? to other things? And that was a fun conversation. Well, where were you on the list? I don't want to say because there's other things that are on that <laughs> list that don't need to be mentioned. But it's a battle between me and, like, two other things. Ryan Gosling? 
No. No, I don't know. Is there like a guy? No, like it's this? not She's another like, guy. Okay, okay. I'm just you know. I don't know. Well, oh, the list keeps disappearing. Uh, <laughs> Smash Mouth. <laughs> I did not enjoy Smash Mouth. Me neither. But at the, at the same time, to be fair, that was Brian H. asked us about Smash Mouth at the time. Didn't like him at the time. Well, I didn't like him, but it was like it was. It made sense with what else was happening with music at the time, kind of. It was like it was like this post pop punk thing, you know, where it's like, oh, let's do air quotes punk music, but it's upbeat and it's fast and it's real Everclear like and all that. Garbage. It's like the Boss Tones met Everclear. Yeah, met the Monkeys. <laughs> the Monkeys. So that movie, uh, Rat Race. Oh, yeah. You remember us talking about oh, yeah, that? Yeah. I think that movie's funny. And mm-hmm. then they meet up with Smash Mouth at the end. <laughs> it was really random. I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. This whole movie is, is like, objectively stupid. But that part is just, like, unnecessarily yeah. stupid. Yeah. That was very much, like, an 80s, like, we need to throw a popular band into the movie. Mm-hmm. It was that move, but they didn't pick a popular band. They picked, they Smash, picked Mouth. Smash Mouth. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're on death row. Okay. You just had your meal. Okay. And they're like, the jailer uh, doesn't want to do the injection without a little music. Oh. So you get a this or a that guy in the, on the table. He's either going to play Smash Mouth or he's going to play Nickelback. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, you get to choose. I would probably go Nickelback just because I don't actually know any Nickelback songs. Oh, and so, so it'll just be your- It would just be noise. Wow, you almost I had to cut that, that piece. Yeah. So, so you're, they would all hurt the same. Your dying moment is going to go, Nickelback got a bad rap. <laughs> it's not so bad. <laughs> what about you? Which one would you pick? Oh, man. I don't only know the one Smash Mouth song. Yeah. And I imagine my injection wouldn't take all that long. <laughs> I'm sure that they could pump out a lot more crappy Nickelback songs in the span of time it would take you to, to get through Smash Mouth. Mm. Hey, now. You're an all-star. Oh, my goodness. How long are we going to make you feel pretty good about yourself? You're like, <laughs> I'm an all-star? I did pretty good for myself, even though I'm, <laughs> I'm being, being put down I'm being right killed now. by the state. <laughs> Got a belly full of food. I'm on this table. What would you eat for your last meal if you were on death row? Oh, that was one of the topics. Like, was that's really? a whole thing about food and collecting. I don't know how, how long we've been talking. Maybe we can save that one for next okay. time. Okay. Yeah, we'll your save that one. Death row food. Huh. How long have we been talking about nothing? <laughs> the show about nothing. <laughs> 44 minutes. True okay. Jerry Seinfeld. Let's do a couple more. If Bob is Mario, what characters are Josh, Anthony, and Forby? <laughs> mm. That's not a pro and con. This is the topic. So we were watching, I'm going to take that and kind of change it slightly. Okay. We were watching Lord of the Rings the last couple of days with my oldest son. Mm. He was scared, but then he loved it. Mm. We haven't and done that yet. We started on Two Towers. Because oh, really? I started on two towers. I could not make it through fellowship. Yeah. I fell asleep yeah. about ten times. And I went, am I Sam in this story? Hmm. Because like, I'm all right with that because Sam was dope. Sam was yeah. the MVP of that movie. Yeah. I'm like, I'm okay with that. Gollum and the evil uh, hating commenters can call me a fat hobbit all they want to. I know my place. Potato. <laughs> What's taters precious? <laughs> taters. Um, all right, let's do a couple more. Seatbelts. Brent, what kind of a pro and con is that? 
I'm pro seatbelt. Yeah. How would you be con seatbelt? Some people don't like it. A friend of mine had a, an old Volkswagen that we helped rebuild. It didn't mm-hmm. come with seatbelts. I'm like, where's your seat? He's like, I'm not going to put them in there because I wanted this car to be as stock as it can be. Hated it. I hated just sliding and that feeling of just like I'm moving too much with the car. Like, I, I guess against the car. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I guess that's a reason. There's too much at stake. To not wear your seatbelt, yeah, honestly, your seat it's, belt that's nothing. You should everybody should wear the seatbelts. Uh, well, now we have to do another one. Anthony, is that? Did you put vegetables on there? <laughs> Maybe Anthony put vegetables on there. I like vegetables. I like vegetables. Is there a vegetable that you like? Will not eat? Yes. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. <laughs> Eggplant. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. No, oh, I don't know what you were thinking. Onions. Oh no, I mean I'm indifferent on it. Onions have their place. Okay. I know you don't like onions. I don't. I actively detest eggplant. Hmm. I don't want it. I don't want to look at it. I was scrolling through um, Bon Appetit the other day trying to get a recipe, and eggplant parmesan was on there, and I turned my phone off and set it down. I'm like, ah, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> that seems a little extreme. It's but- horrible. I remember, I, so we talked about like our kids eating and like forcing them to eat. Yeah. My mom cooked eggplant one time, and she, like, forced me to eat it. And I was gagging and, like, threw up a little. And she's like, nope, you better finish that as, like, a point to make. And so from that point, and it's gross and slimy and just nasty. And that set, like, a horrible association for eggplant. Hmm. And we had this Greek restaurant in Belgium. It was really awesome. The guy's like, oh, you should try musica. And I'm like, what is that? And he's like, it's really great. super great. It's got this and this and this and this and this. I'm like, oh, that sounds delicious. And he's like, and a little bit of eggplant. I'm like, No. And then I threw up on him. I learned how to say eggplant in many languages whenever I was in Europe just to make sure somebody wasn't trying to slip it into my food. <laughs> like a drug? Like they're yeah, trying to they're get trying you? To poison me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a little over the top. I don't even think I know what eggplant tastes like, but it's I, I can imagine it not being something I would really want to eat. And knowing my family, it was probably like a Stouffer's whatever put in the oven kind of crappy version of it. And everybody's going to try to tell me that. Oh, you haven't had eggplant like I had. Exactly. I haven't. And I don't want to. <laughs> this is probably, this is me pitching a grown-up fit. But I'm a grown-up and I can. <laughs> I don't want to eat it. Well, on your fit, let's wrap this one up. Okay. Where can people find you? <laughs> right here <laughs> fiddling around with this model. You know what holes. I mean on social media. <laughs> on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Josh underscore make stuff. You can find all of us at I like to make stuff on all the stuffs. And uh, like I mentioned earlier, if you want to join the Maker Alliance and get some extra stuff, get in on the Discord. Go to, I guess we don't really have a central place to do that yet. Not yet. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're right on, now. We're in the soft launch portion of the Maker Alliance yeah, agenda. The easiest way would be to go to patreon.com slash I like to make stuff. Or if you really want to go to YouTube, you can go to YouTube. And uh, there's a sponsor button. Member. Member button. Member? Join. Join button. Join button. You can hit that on Good the job, channel. Good Anthony. Um, yeah, we'll try to have a topic next time. Maybe. Maybe not. No promises. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Listening. See you next time. Bye-bye.